0: I want to share something slightly different, but also in addition to what he's saying. Um, something that hit me in the conference is the fact that uh, we tend. What is the thing that in in faith, where you need God to move, and God moves only at certain times when you ask God for and when you pray to God. How come not all your prayers are answered? Do you know what I'm saying? Sometimes there are prayers that are just not answered And um, That was a question in my heart like, what, what is it that makes God hear you? What is the thing That God listens to? What, what, what is the trigger, if you like That God needs From you in order to move? How many of you have Prayed and God's really not Responded immediately? Show of hands See what I'm saying? Yeah, I want to. I want to look at a verse here. Um, if we can go to, if you have a Bible with you, if not, it's going to be up here. Matthew chapter twenty, verse twenty-nine. Nushi bought a Bible that I just told Natalie is meant for people who are much younger than I am, because the font is so small that I have to go like like that, literally, or maybe like that. But um, two blind men receive sight. Okay, I'll read. As Jesus, yeah, funny that I brought that up. <laughs> As Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jerusalem, uh, Jericho, whoops, see I can't see. <laughs> All right, I'm going to read it off my iPad. I think it's better. A large crowd followed him. Two blind men were sitting by the roadside, and they, when they heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted, "Lord." Son of David, have mercy on us. The crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet. But they shouted all the louder, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus stopped and called them. What do you want me to do for you? He asked. Lord, they answered, we want our sight. Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately they received their sight and followed him. How many times have you heard this verse? How many of you have heard this before? Okay. I've read it like for 20 years and yet not seen some things that God revealed to me during the conference that I never realized. The first question is, these two people are audacious enough to ask God for an intervention in their situation, right? The problem is that we are so satisfied with the little in our lives that we're willing to work around our situation and ask God just to add a tiny bit more. Do you hear what I'm saying? We have a situation in our life, we're praying for a slight improvement, a marginal improvement. We don't believe God to change our situation. We hope God will change our situation. And when you tell people, and when I ask, some people ask me, Yeah, I hope God will do something. If it's God's will, it will happen. How many times have you said that? If it's God's will, it will happen. God's will is for you to be prosperous, to be complete, to be walking in your destiny. God's will is not for you to just kind of mosey along and hope for the best. But that's what we do. That's what we've settled for. Right? And, and the reason is because we don't have faith that God is able to do much more. Because we figure that we can use our resources, our learning, our experience, our education, our position, and our money. And that should work. The minute those things start to run out, the minute I don't have those resources, then we start getting a little desperate for God. That's when we need a little more faith. I'll give you an example. I was 21 years old. I had come back from the United States. I had studied engineering. Most of you don't know I'm an engineer, though I work in a bank. Um, And I joined my father's company, which he inherited and ran as a remote business because he was a CEO of something else. And the people who were running that business... Had run it into the ground. They'd run it into the ground to the extent that it was in great debt. Uh, beyond that, I was made a director of the company and then my dad went away to m- make a new living for himself. But there was a liability to the labor of the company that was a statutory liability. A statutory liability means that the company owes money to the people and by law you have to pay or you go to jail. That's what a statutory liability is. And as a director of the company at the age of 21, I had a warrant for my arrest okay, from the government because this liability was not paid. Now the amount was a huge amount and I could never even work and pay it off because it had been accumulated for several years. Just because there are many, many reasons for that. I don't blame my father, but I blame the people who are running it and who are given a a caretaker role and who had just basically squandered all the money. But anyway, here I found, I just got saved. It was 1996 in June. Two months saved. Didn't really know. I've been an atheist all that time. I've been Catholic, then atheist. Hindu, Buddhist, everything else, but Christian, because I went to school in Oklahoma and everybody hit me on the head with the Bible, and I didn't want to have anything to do with it. So when I got saved, I got fairly radically saved, and I really believed God, but I didn't have a real understanding of, uh, of what God could do. So I sat in the, I was sitting in a courtroom, and basically, you know, my 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 future fate was sealed because. If I couldn't pay, I had to go to jail. That was that was it. That was the law. And I prayed and I said, God, I know. You say you're all these things, I need you to sort this out. I don't know how, I don't know when or what by what means. Sitting in the dock, I've got a really useless lawyer representing me because I can't pay for the lawyer. And the judge walks in. And she says, what is this little boy doing in this courtroom? And then they explain the case. And she said, he can't pay. This is not his problem. I don't want this case. I'm throwing it out. Done. (laughs) Free. That's how God moves. Right? That's how God moves. But I was audacious to ask. I'm going to tell you two things here. If you look at the verse again, can you put it up? They are audacious enough, they're blind, they're sitting on the ground, there's a crowd, the crowd's telling them to shut up. People in your life will tell you to shut up. Don't ask God. Work this out yourself. Right? Work this out yourself. This is your problem. Don't ask God. God's not going to move for you. That's what people will tell you. But God will move. They are audacious enough to shout, and they shout louder, Son of David, have mercy on us. Now, you've got to ask the question, what is Jesus thinking when he sees two blind men standing up and saying, have mercy on us? And what does Jesus say? He says, what do you want me to do for you? Duh. Right? <laughs> I mean, they're blind. They're sitting on the side. And Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? The, rea- the thing is this. Jesus evokes a response. He wants them to, to ask for what they want. Do you know what you want? That's the problem here. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you know what you want from God? Because we do not ask for what we want because we don't know. Jesus wants them to say what he says obviously he knows they're blind he they're not like oh Jesus i wonder if you can form out a white cane for me so i can you know hobble behind you that's the kind of prayer we pray please give me a cane i'll remain blind but at least i can find my way to you that's the type of prayer that's the type of faith that people have that i have i'm being vulnerable with you i'm being real with you that's the type of prayer we pray but Jesus says what do you want And you know what they say? They said, I want to see. I want to see. You see, the problem is we are trying to protect God's reputation. We don't want to embarrass God just in case he can't perform. Because that's our level of faith. Our faith is here. So we want God to make us a cane so that, you know, my prayer was heard and I can tell my friends, you know, God did a little thing for me. But God wants to do big things for you. God wants to set you free. He wants to see you flourish. He doesn't want to see you maintain. We're happy to maintain. We're happy to coast. God doesn't want you to coast. God wants you to break through. And if you do not know what you want, God can't help you. God can't help you because you don't know what to ask. You know, the beautiful thing in the garden is that God gives Adam and Eve a key free will. God gives them free will. They can choose what they want. And God will not interfere with your free will. If, that's why God, Jesus is asking here. This is a free will question. He's saying, what do you want? If I say, God, please, this is what I need. Intervene. God is willing to do that. Because he, you, see, there are a couple of issues that that come to mind that the Spirit is telling me even as we speak, as we, as we are together. One of those things is that we don't know that we're really sons and daughters of God. We act like orphans. We act like slaves. We act like employees. So we're scared to go to the master and ask for what we really want. Because we have no comfort in the security that we are a child of God, that we are saved, that He has paid for everything, all the rubbish and the muck that you have done in your life is sorted by Jesus. And so we have the right to go before the Father and we have the right to ask, not because we are good people, not because we are holy people, not because we are... Anything that we have achieved, but it's because God loves us and because He loves His child, He will do anything for you if you just believe, if you just ask. Right? I have a lot more stuff here, but I'm not going to drag on. How are we for time? Yeah, more or less. So, I want to end by saying this. If there is something that you have wanted from God... In your heart, but you have not asked. Why don't you ask now? The worship team, if you can come, real quick, we're gonna pray. We'll couple of the, whoever's on the leadership team come up, and we'll pray for you. We'll we'll partner with you. We'll pray for you. I'm, it, it doesn't have to be a formal thing. Just come up. We'll lay hands. We'll pray, and we'll ask God together for the things that you need. Right? And God, I I guarantee you, I guarantee you God will move. And He will move in amazing ways.